But very often when we, when we struggle with time management, the initial solution is oh, I need to be able to upgrade the systems that I have, right? Mm. I need to be able to, there's something that I'm missing. Like I, I need something that will help. So people often get distracted by looking into all these different schedules. They come up with new plans and they do all these different things. When the truth mm. is, when you look into procrastination, it's not really about this self um, the self-regulation of making sure you've got everything. Instead, it's actually managing your emotions. Now, what do I mean by that? This is Dina Delplesh, your high-performance coach, and it's time to level up. Bless the love and respect, champion. Now, welcome to another Level Up. And today we have leveling up with us is none other than Ben Ivey. And just to tell you a little bit about who Ben Ivey is. Now, Ben Ivey is one of the world's most leading authority in entrepreneurial lifestyle, a global speaker, a thought leader, and he's been watched over half a million times online. And I'm sure it's already hit a million by, by now. And Ben works with global leaders, CEOs, and Fortune 500 companies, helping them to improve their performance, increase efficiency, and boost business growth. And he's a key influencer, not only in China, but also in most part of the world, if I have to agree. Welcome to the Level Up Show, Ben. Thank you, Dina. I'm really excited to be here. Thank you for having me on. <laughs> well, usually, you know, I'll start this conversation by talking a bit about your story. But for you, I think I just want to jump into the deep end because you've, you've been at this for a while. So when it comes to, you know, lifestyle performance, what would you say is the top three things any entrepreneur needs to know? Sure. Well, I, I think there's obviously a variety of ways I can, I can kind of take that uh, question. Mm -hmm. And the first thing that is really important is to work out what is the right rhythm for you? Just like we mm -hmm. enjoy different types of music, I think very often we look at other entrepreneurs and we hope that we can emulate them. And you mustn't compare your square one to another person's circle 50. I think very often we look at performance and like, oh, why, why aren't I there yet? And we get frustrated. We aren't progressing faster. I think sometimes yeah. having that humility to understand where you are and actually understanding that it's okay. It's one of the most important things to enable yeah. you to move forward. And I see too many times people get really motivated. They, they go on these roller coasters where they're really excited. They do stuff and then they fall off track. They're really excited and then they fall off track. Mm. So I think what's really important is comparing yourself to yourself and mm. looking into the little progress that you're making because I see too many people get demotivated and they kind of fall off track. So if you're going to be able to enjoy the high performance and have that lifestyle that you want, you need to love the process and actually enjoy going through that to move you forward. Uh, the second thing that I think is incredibly important is to be able to clarify the lifestyle you want to live as you're building your business. Now, why do I say this? A lot of us have this, when I have this, then I will addiction. And this is something yeah. that I had when I was in Silicon Valley and, and I, I burnt out because I was chasing success. I was moving things forward and I was working incredibly hard at doing loads of things, but not actually understanding what I'm sacrificing along the journey. So I was sacrificing my health, my relationships, and all the things that I cared mo most about in the pursuit of success. And I think this is where you need to understand kind of the lifestyle you want to live as you build it. Like, do you want to go to the gym? Do you want to work out? Do you want to be able to look after yourself? Because we're moving away from the hustle mentality. And instead, as you mentioned, it's that lifestyle side of things. So we want to be able to be sustainable as we're moving things forward. The last thing that I'll mention, kind of my final tip, is being able to better understand yourself 
and what works best for you. And one of the major elements that I found which has been really helpful for this is doing something called a weekly evaluation. And this is where on a weekly basis, you're reflecting on what you're doing. You're asking yourself a series of questions. And what it does is it allows you to make these micro adjustments to enable you to move forward in a sustainable way. It's one of the things that the British cycling team did is that they, they brought in um, one of the new managers. Uh, I think his name was Bradley. And, and what he did is he looked into the 1% changes, just making these small mm. micro adjustments from the pillows that they slept on to how they washed their hands. And it's mm. just crazy, the result. We ended up getting you know 60% of the medals in the Olympics. And the British team, to put it in perspective, was so bad at cycling, companies wouldn't allow them to wear <laughs> like their different clothing because they were that bad beforehand, which is oh, crazy. Wow. And it just goes to show the difference that happens when we make these micro adjustments and the weekly evaluations is one of the best ways to make that happen. Wow, two powerful bombs right there. You know, being clear about, you know, who, who exactly do you want to be? Yeah, and always evaluate yourself against that person, not anybody else. And I'm really happy that you highlighted that. I've took a look at your story, Ben, and, and to be honest, it's it's not easy, the transition that you have made. Yeah, you know, when you told your story about your dad and everything that you went through personally, that was really touching. And to leave what you were doing in Silicon Valley and going on that journey, what was driving you back then? Like, what was the catalyst that was driving you back then? Uh, sure. So... For me, when I was creating the business, I think money was driving me. And then when I lost my father to suicide and I saw him the day before, he was my best friend. I speak about this on stage. It was an incredibly challenging experience in my life. And the only way I can relate to it is imagining the person that you care about most and them disappearing just like that. And it was so surreal. And for me, I know I you know, went in, kind of cared for others and was the rock for other people. And I very much had this emotional attachment. And I'm sure people can relate to this where you have these parallel worlds, like one which people see mm-hmm. and underneath what's really going on. And I had that drive, yeah. number one, to understand like how it happened and why it happened with my dad. And then mm-hmm. to figure out, you know, is he the only person that actually experiences that? And that's why when I first got started out, I was looking into, you know, what is it that really matters to people in life? Like how, how do we actually feel fulfilled and happy on a consistent basis and then obviously that snowboard into the work that I that I do now with entrepreneurs with you know helping them to not fall off track burnout and you know avoid the mm. overwhelm but ultimately the drive back then was really a selfish drive of figuring out what happened to my dad and then that snowboard into mm. other things yeah that's that's powerful that's powerful and I'm sure that most who are in your field of work can relate as I can relate to that with my own personal story you know having that thought of wanting to take my own life you know, I committed that, you know, I don't want anybody else to experience what I'm experiencing. So that that's truly is a powerful driver. And and let me ask you this, like, what 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 was going on on the inside for you personally that no one else didn't know at that time? Like, what was sure, the internal well, I mean, fight like? I mean, I think everyone has their own internal battles. I mean, one of the biggest challenges for me was... Yeah, how do I how do I keep his memory alive? And I, I would listen to you know voicemails that he's he's like left me, or I was looking into things that he left, and and it's incredibly challenging when you're trying to go through that. And I know that there was so many different emotions that trying to you know, understand what was going on was was very overwhelming. And I remember you know typing in and journaling on my computer and just kind of like typing away and kind of getting it out of my system. And I think that was one of the best ways for me to process things is kind of externalize it. Because I think very often when we are keeping it all in our head and trying to make sense of it, it's really challenging. So for me, 
because I didn't feel like there was many people that I could, could lean on because I wanted to be the rock for others, I started mm. to do as best as I could to externalize the experience that I was having so that I could move through it as opposed to, you know, like resenting and creating that anger and kind of being that volcano and then exploding in, in different ways. And I know a lot of people experience that. So for me, I, I think I was very fortunate that, you know, over time, as I understood more and more, it enabled me to move forward in a more you know, sustainable way where I wasn't having that anger and misdirecting it at other people. Mm, powerful, powerful. You know, I like the fact that we can go and see what's happening on the outside and be able to, you know, deal with what's happening on the inside because a lot of us are doing this alone. And it's important to see as leaders, you know, we experience these things and there's a way for us to come out of it. Let me hit back on the point of the weekly review because I know you're a big productivity boss. Like, how would you suggest someone who has never done this before? We all know we should write, you know, what we want to do. We all know we should plan. But sometimes we get stuck at that starting point. What would be uh, your suggestion or advice for someone who's, you know, still haven't taken that leap of faith and using sure. these practices? I, mean, I, I think the, the hardest thing is when we're in this information overload and you mm. type it in online, you have a hundred different opinions, you don't know which one to listen to, so you end up just sticking to your old habits. So the easiest way that I would get someone to get started is this. It's as simple as asking yourself like three questions. How has the week been? Right, mm -hmm. literally just that, and you write down how the week's been. Then you're gonna say, well, like, <laughs> what can I do to improve? Okay, mm -hmm. you look at what you can improve, and then what am I gonna do this week? And that's as simple as that. And when you break it down to that simplicity, then it's just building the habit. And I know when I first got started, I would move in and out and off and on, yet now it's, it's just so part of the routine and it's ingrained in what I do that you don't have to think about it. But I think ultimately you need it small to get started to then enable you to snowball what you're doing. You know, Atomic Habits by James Clear speaks about this very well, yeah. where we're looking at that small change compounded over time that makes a really big difference. Hmm. Powerful, powerful. Golden tip, guys. Just listen back to that and do that again. <laughs> And okay, this is a question directly from a question that I experienced someone mentioned today. So I would just throw that out at you. And I was speaking to this young lady and she said that she Bless and love and respect champion. Now this is your high performance coach here and I want to thank you for showing up today. Not for me, but showing up for yourself. Because every episode of this show is designed to help you get one step closer in the direction of becoming an even higher performing leader. Living in and from your fullest potential in whatever you do for those you love and for those that you serve. And we are here to help you every step of the way. Now, if you're listening to this show, I believe it's because you are ready to take your performance to another level. And that is why I've created this show as a program in my high performance leader coaching ecosystem. To help you master these high performance habits with accountability, structure and guidance from me as your coach. And it is free for you today as my listener. Join my high performance leader coaching ecosystem right now. Go to levelupwithdino.com. Again, go to levelupwithdino.com. And Dino is spelled D-E-A-N-O. And if you're listening to this in China, you're watching an episode on YouTube, just click the link in the description below. And remember, it is time for you to level up.
would just throw that out at you. And I was speaking to this young lady and she said that she struggles with time management and following her schedule. What would you have to say to her right now as she's listening? Sure. So very often when we, when we struggle with time management, the initial solution is oh, I need to be able to upgrade the systems that I have, right? Mm. I need to be able to, there's something that I'm missing. Like I, I need something that will help. So people often get distracted by looking into all these different schedules. They come up with new plans and they do all these different things. When the truth mm. is, when you look into procrastination, it's not really about this self um, the self-regulation of making sure you've got everything. Instead, it's actually managing your emotions. Now, what do I mean by that? If you are looking at your schedule and you're attempting to do things, you can write down the perfect schedule. Why don't you follow through? Because emotionally, you're maybe not in the right space. You're feeling distracted. You feel like you're unsure. There's something unresolved there. So actually, one of the best things that you can do is to get yourself in the right state in order to follow through, which is why very often mm. when, I, when I speak to different people, I think about who are you being as you're doing that. And actually, mm. sometimes it's best to do less in order to do more. It's better, mm. for example, set a day, like a half day, do 50%, but get it done than to attempt to do a 120% day, do 20% and then get overwhelmed and distract yourself and then feel bad and beat yourself up that you're not following through. So ultimately mm. it's having that understanding and that self-regulation emotionally to enable you to move forward. And a lot of that is with self-awareness. And then ultimately it's upgrading your engine, going from like an iPhone 3 to an iPhone X or whatever that is for you, whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, YZ, whichever one they're coming out with. But ultimately upgrading your system through time. And that's where it's good to experiment. But ultimately if there's anyone that you know that you can learn from or model, that's one of the best things that you can do because it shortcuts your journey to success because you can mm. put a system that's tried and tested and actually do it for you. Now there is no right or wrong because everyone is different, but Certainly being able to take some tools and implement it will make a world of difference. That's powerful. That's powerful. And that reminds me of something that I usually reiterate. I, I really don't think that we have a time management problem. I really do think we have an emotional and energy management problem. Because as you said, you know, if we can control you know, our emotional state and how we feel when we're showing up, most definitely most of the thing that we put on that paper would get it done. And, you know, not really overloading your to-do list with hundreds of things where 50% of them may not be even urgent and important at this point. Now, diving into, you know, that list of things. I'm an entrepreneur. Are uh, there entrepreneurs listening who want to get to a particular goal? How, how do, 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 do they know that they're taking the appropriate actions to get to that goal? How do they know that? What kind of tools would you suggest that they can use? to find that clarity. I mean, feedback is the most important thing and taking action to do it. I think a lot of people get stuck in the analysis paralysis of not starting or taking the action needed to move them forward. <laughs> and then they feel unsure, yeah. right? So there's certain things there that's important for someone to have. And, and this is why I think it's so important to have a mentor or a coach or other people that are working with you because it gives you the reassurance yeah. and they can show you the path. If you've never climbed Everest and you would you just look at the mountain and attempt to do it yourself, it could be very overwhelming. If someone said, mm. this is what you need to do at this point, this is what you have to have, and you have a guide, it becomes much easier. And the challenge is that often in business, we attempt to do everything ourselves. We're a solopreneur. We're trying to figure it out. But the, work, the, like the, the hardest part of that is that you listen to advice at different stages when you don't need it at that point. So using my Everest analogy, let me explain. So what will happen is someone will set a goal to get to the top of Everest, right? And then they'll start thinking about all the systems they need at the very top of like 8,000 feet, 10,000 feet. When the truth is that is irrelevant right now. And the reason why I say that is that you're still at ground zero. 
you need to go to like base camp one. You need to go up your first thousand feet. You need to actually move forward. And there's different tools and skills to apply there. But a lot of people are using strategies that they've heard online that has worked for someone who's in the middle base camp, but that is irrelevant for them to use right now. So as an example, when I was first starting with my, my coaching business and moving things forward, I'd see people doing ads. I was like, okay, well, I guess I need to do ads. But I wasn't in the stage where ads was relevant. I ended up wasting a lot of time and money and effort because I didn't have the right foundation in order to move forward. So when you're looking into setting your goals, I, I cannot stress this strongly enough, the impact that it has to have someone who's already been there and done that. And also do not listen to too many people. Why do I say that? It's important to gain perspectives, but if you're constantly getting all these different pieces of advice from lots of people, then you will feel overwhelmed and you won't do anything. It's much better to find someone that you're like, yes, I connect with that person, give it a go and actually implement it. And then you get feedback on what you're doing because too many people set these unrealistic goals, then attempt to do something, don't measure anything and wonder why they're not at their goal. And this is where sometimes getting that feedback, understanding a system that works and sticking to it is one of the best things to enable you to move forward in a sustainable way. Powerful, powerful. <laughs> back, back home, we'll say, we'll have to come again. <laughs> Meaning you go back, <laughs> listen and come again. <laughs> Wonderful. Okay, so let me, let me ask you this. What's a question that I haven't asked that you believe that every leader who's taken this step into the unknown, whether it's entrepreneurship, coaching, being a consultant, what is a question that I haven't asked that you believe that they need to know the answer to? I think the when we look into a question like that, I think it's really understanding what like where are you going long term with this? Now, why am I using such a simple system uh, question with that? Very often, people are starting out and they are a solopreneur. They're getting started, and the challenge there is sometimes they will start building things that sets them up to be a solopreneur for the rest of their life. If you want to be able to be a lifestyle entrepreneur, cool, that's great. If you want to be able to own a business and have it run without you, cool. But you're going to be going about it differently depending on what your outcome is. And I think that's really important. I think a lot of people are in that survival mode where they're just trying to kind of get things to work as opposed to taking a step back and thinking long-term, like where do I really want to take this and laying that foundation to move things forward. So when I first got you know, started years and years ago, and I had someone come up to me and say, you know, could you train me to do what you do? And the first thing I said was no, because it would take me ages to be able to teach them everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and three months later, and this is back in 2016, I said, yeah, you know what, I'm, I'm going to give it a go. Now, why? Because I know long term, I wanted to be able to have trainers to support me because there's only so much one-on-one that I can do. So as I started to go through that journey, then I started to utilize different people. And I know where I'm going. And this is where you start to pave your path accordingly to set you up for success. Whereas a lot of people just flow down river and they go with the flow as opposed to becoming much more strategic on exactly what they're doing and where they're going. And uh, as, an, as a layer beneath that, there's something which I like to call identity capital. And these are the skills you need in order to build the life that you want, right? Now, I'm going to be 30 this year. And for me, when I look into my 20s, it was my intention to make sure to, <laughs> it was my intention to make sure that I had all the skills that I needed in order to be able to have a massive impact moving forward. So I wanted to be able to understand crypto. I wanted to understand investing. I wanted to be able to understand managing a team. 
I want to be able to understand how do you scale a multi-million dollar business and understand it from lots of different perspectives. I want to be able to you know, start multiple businesses, like do these different things. And I've had those experiences. And because of that, it lays that strong foundation. But a lot of people get stuck in these cycles and don't get these different perspectives and learn from others. I cannot tell you how important it is to be able to invest and move you forward. I know I've gone off on a tangent there, but that's ultimately what I think is important <laughs> is to be able to kind of understand where you're going and to gain so clarity so that you can move forward. And those are some of the things that I think are important to make that happen. Awesome. Awesome. And where, where can these beautiful listeners connect and get to learn more about Ben Ivy? You know, if they want to keep sure. up to date with what you're doing. Uh, <laughs> I mean, people can just type in my name on, on Google. I'll come up. So yeah, Ben Ivy, I-V-E-Y. I'm not a plant. And yeah, ultimately you can connect with me and, uh, and, and the business and things like that. So yeah, feel free to reach out. Like yeah, I've got lots of different channels. Uh, I think ultimately for me, it's making sure that uh, you get the inspiration you need on your journey. And I also have a very big network. So if you need something, just drop me a message. I'm more than happy to point you in the right direction to help you out. Awesome. Awesome. Really want to appreciate and thank you for the firebombs that you dropped today. This was really an amazing interview. And I think even all of most of what you said was even for me as well. So thank you for leveling up with us, Ben. My pleasure. <laughs> Blessed love and respect champion. Now this is your high performance coach here and I want to thank you for showing up today. Not for me, but showing up for yourself. Because every episode of this show is designed to help you get one step closer in the direction of becoming an even higher performing leader. Living in and from your fullest potential in whatever you do for those you love and for those that you serve. And we are here to help you every step of the way. Now, if you're listening to this show, I believe it's because you are ready to take your performance to another level. And that is why I've created this show as a program in my high performance leader coaching ecosystem to help you master these high performance habits with accountability, structure, and guidance from me as your coach. And it is free for you today as my listener. Join my high performance leader coaching ecosystem right now. Go to levelupwithdino.com. Again, go to levelupwithdino.com. And Dino is spelled D-E-A-N-O. And if you're listening to this in China, you're watching an episode on YouTube, just click the link in the description below. And remember, it is time for you to level up.